Watch Queenie, the new original series on Hulu. Who is Queenie? She's in her 20s. She lives in London. She's facing all the firsts. First major heartbreak, first shitty apartment and soul-sucking job, first therapy session to work through those mommy issues. Can she turn her quarter-life crisis into a revolution? Maybe. Will she make some questionable decisions along the way? Definitely. The new series Queenie is now streaming on Hulu. You can save every day by shopping at Whole Foods Market. Seriously. Don't just go for the big sales. They have literally thousands of low-priced goods with their house brand. $3.65 by Whole Foods Market. While at happy prices, limited-time seasonal flavors, and... All the quality you expect, like no high fructose corn syrup or over 300 other ingredients banned from all the food they sell. There's so many ways to save at Whole Foods Market. Now you know. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Sick Sad World and another day in this Sick Sad World. I am Mitt, short for Bernie Sanders Mittens. <laughs> and I am Miss Jane Pittman, and this is The Read. Thanks for coming back. Thank you, indeed. Happy to have you and shit like that. Let's start our, our show off with our usual thing, our Black excellence. This, I'm going to give two this week. Um, piece of news that excited me on because of them we can. It says here that National Black Nurses Association is offering free mental health services to Black nurses on front lines of the pandemic. Amen. So we basically uh, started this initiative called Reset and uh, they offer things like 24-hour support line for uh, Black nurses for free, up to five sessions, they have on-demand text therapy. It says wellness pod, access to wellness podcasts, educational webinars, and much more to hope, hopefully put your mind at ease with all of the bullshit going on with the the panda bear. Right. So, and who could deserve it more? <laughs> what a great idea! Exactly. <laughs> exact the fuckly. So it says that um, members of the NBNA and their families get access to. These resources. Um, I see their website is nbnareset.com. Um, so go and check them out. And they have an IG, which is nbna underscore insta. So <laughs> smart. You know how we get or how we discuss mental health and feeling like poop and not wanting to feel like poop on this show all the time. So I loved reading that story and I hope that it helps anybody. Um, yeah, for real. That's a great thing. And then, obviously, I just... Cicely Tyson. You know, that mm-hmm. was... Mm-hmm. That was one of the wake-up, look-at-the-news, this is, like, first part of my day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, got up, brushed my teeth, made sure <laughs> that my dog didn't destroy my living room as she loves to do and then i was like okay what's going on with the news cicely tyson's dead great let me go back the <laughs> fuck to sleep exactly i mean i i you cicely tyson is a legend in every sense of the word and 
you know, it's a life well lived and an incredibly talented person. And when I heard the news, honestly, I was just like, okay, just going to pretend like, you know, just going to tuck that away somewhere because I have things to do today. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not going to think about a black elder dying as soon as this year started. But (laughs) like, right. Girl, it's already the first day of Black History Month. What a kickoff. Like, sister (laughs) survived all of 2020, and then here we go. But I am glad that she lived to see Trump out of office. I am glad she got to see that. When they say they're in a better place, there could be no better place than this motherfucker right (laughs) now. It's only up from here. So, yes, rest in peace, Cicely Tyson. Truly um, an incredible talent. One of those icons that just feel like family. You know, yeah. it's just like you never need to meet Cicely Tyson in your at, at any point in your life. And she just feels like yep. an aunt, a grandma, mm-hmm. a mom, a sister. She just feels like we all related to her. Yeah. You it's have like, seen her face and you do know that, Amy. You just do. <laughs> <laughs> you do. That woman is kidding to you. Period. <laughs> all right. Yeah, Um, sad. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, ever notice how your relationship with your wireless carrier can have the same yada yada as a bad romantic relationship? Of course you do. We're about to get into all of the reasons that that happens when these listener letters get here. Like you're treated to something special at the beginning with exciting gifts and offers and, you know, imagery of what a perfect partner could look like. Then you get ignored and overlooked, ghosted, if you will. Well, if this sounds like your wireless carrier, it might be time to put an end to that. Now at Metro, existing customers get that new customer feeling again and again. Introducing Metro Flex, more than just free 5G phones when you join. Get the same great deals as new customers on select devices like Samsung, Motorola, and Revel when you stay 12 months and trade in a phone. It's the first of many initiatives Metro is making to ensure all of their customers feel valued, unlike that person who's left you on red. Stop by your neighborhood Metro store, bring your number and ID, and sign up for an eligible Metroflex plan. Let's move on. Let's get into 
the pop culture of the week. This is Hot Tops Inside Man. Now I have... Uh, <laughs> okay, it took me a sec. It took me a sec. You ain't shit. Hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yes, inside. Man. I would like to... <laughs> okay, so times have been shit, and my brain is basically a sunny side up egg at this point. Okay. I would like to thank Mariah Carey for being a, a ray of petty light in this storm. So, I found this by way of the shade room. Oh, no. <laughs> Sean Mendez, and I know you don't know who that is, even though we have mentioned yes, him I at do. least now, four times. Yes, I do. Watermelon Sugar. Not one of the Menendez what? brothers. He has a song called yes. Watermelon Sugar, and it's about pussy. Ew. <laughs> when I tell you I heard that shit in the back of an Uber, I said, who is this white boy singing about watermelon sugar of all products? And the internet told know? me he was talking about pussy juice. <laughs> you want to know what's funnier than that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I need to know now. What is it? <laughs> You're talking about a whole different white boy. No, no, <laughs> no. Sh- <laughs> shut up. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> I mean, if you want to. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is Watermelon Sugar? <laughs> I still don't know this song, but it is absolutely a song by Harry Styles. Oh, which is not okay. 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 That's my bad. That's <laughs> I mean, it's really not. Like, I can see how we arrived here, quite honestly. <laughs> like, oh, both of us shit. are grown. Just and <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I have like other things to do. Wow. I, that tickled okay, me. Okay. That was, that was my bad. And once again, just said it like I knew what I was talking about and did not. Watermelon, let me put in L Y R. Let's look at the lyrics. They're pretty. Um, I don't know if I can. Oh, it's like one of those. Uh, it's very poppy. You know. Like, I would not have thought it was about pussy. I thought this white boy had got invited to somebody's barbecue. <laughs> and maybe there was watermelon sugar on the rim of his margarita or something on his fucking daiquiri, and it blew his mind. I had no idea. <laughs> Um, anyway, he posted this photo, I believe this is on his Instagram, where he's shirtless in a field somewhere. He's got this haircut that kind of makes him look like the first mate of a pirate ship. And he's got his, like, (laughs) ear pod, air pod. They're called air pods, right? Yeah, air pods. Whatever. So, he captions this photograph, grateful, blue heart emoji. The sun, coffee, my health, my family, old Mariah Carey songs, music, and humans. Uh, Smash cut to Mariah Carey posting a photo, arms wide open in a field, glaring at the sun, just like Shawn Mendes, (laughs) where she said, grateful, pink heart with stars emoji. The sun, tea, my health, my family, old Shawn Mendes songs, music, humans. (laughs) So... In case you didn't catch the shade here, this nigga, rather than saying that he was listening to Mariah Carey songs, chose to be specific about listening to her old song. Mm. To which she did the same thing back to him without being, like, directly shady about it. (laughs) Like, the good thing, like, what I love about it is that, first of all, it's Mariah suck her dick. Like, what are you going to do about it? That's true. Then, 
everyone was enjoying it. Except I'm probably sure I'm Shawn Mendes fans. But like, even with it not being all the way reasonable, we touch and agree. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Because maybe one of her older albums is his fucking fave, you know? <laughs> like, might not have meant it by shade, but she took it the fuck with right. that she, she wanted to. She took it that to. way, and so you just kind of... I mean, it's fucking Mariah Carey, my nigga, like... God, she's funny. Are you going to argue? <laughs> In hindsight, I bet he's like, wish I would have just left that old out. Because right. is there an old Shawn Mendes song? There isn't, and that is exactly... <laughs> Sean Sean Mendes is like seven, so <laughs> they're like they're no, uh, there isn't. Well, thank you, Mariah. Amen. I told you last time we talked about him that he's the white boy who always says that he's not gay. Yes, like he has like a quarterly press release. Still ain't gay, girls. Just in case you wanted to know, felt like the streets were talking. None of us care, girl. None of us care. Mm-hmm. There are seven hundred of you walking around West Hollywood alone right now. The girls aren't pressed. At all. Right. Who is this for? Who do you keep saying this for? That's the thing. It's like, I feel like someone, like PR, someone should get him on the phone with like members of NSYNC or the Backstreet Boys or literally any other guy celebrity. (laughs) Because they all have had rumors that they were gay. Not even just in pop music. Drake, Trey songs, Bow Wow, Chris Brown. They, They say it to everyone. It's almost like a passage through stardom. Get build a bridge, girl. Like, what the fuck? Right. Even the ones who are gay, like you probably can learn more from them than the rest of them. Lance Bass makes fun of his own like closeted self on TikTok, and it's hilarious. So that's true. You know, maybe you could turn some of the rumors into jokes, or maybe you could just chill. Because who cares if you're gay? Not one of us. (laughs) I just really feel like nobody cares if you're gay. But okay, right. Um, so I read a fun tweet, uh, from Plies, AKA, we love to see you smile. About the vaccine. Yes. (laughs) I knew it. The tweet goes as follows. It says, I'm... (laughs) This nigga... I'm getting vaccinated. (laughs) Right. I'm getting vaccinated the first chance I get. How I how I look at it, I put things in my body every day. I don't know where it comes from. <laughs> if I don't trusted the weed man who I didn't know, ate from the food truck outside the club, oh, drunk Hennessy and Red Bull and survived, I should be straight. When I tell you, I was sent. Like, bitch, I died. Way to bring it. Like all the way around to the community. Some perspective for niggas. This nigga is not wrong. (laughs) I too have done all these things. So many of the things. (laughs) So like I can't even argue it's sound logic. Shoot it into my veins. Bitch, the first and I the thing is like I understand black people specifically. Being like, no, no. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not for it. I don't even do the flu shot. A lot of niggas don't even like to go to the doctor. True. <laughs> like, Period. At all. Don't, I'm a lay and, down. 
It's some Robitussin in the kitchen, <laughs> in the cabinet, on the left some side. Some of that Walmart Absolutely. vapor up, and I'm going to just lay down. If you're from the islands, you probably have like a 15-year-old mason jar full of honey and eucalyptus. <laughs> and bitch, you know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. That was for my mom and grandma and all the other older Jamaicans in my family my whole life. You had a cold, the flu, tennis elbow, pink eye. Tennis it didn't matter elbow. what it was. <laughs> like They would pull out that jar of eucalyptus and honey. And I feel like there's a lemon in it, like lemon juice or something. Probably. Like the shit that they put in it, and give you like a little tablespoon of that maybe. And I remember being sometimes trying to act like I was sick just so I could have some. Oh, was it fermented? <laughs> It was just delicious. Oh. Like, I don't know. Like, what? It's like sweet, but also tangy. But then it has that like cooling, whatever rush of the eucalyptus. I mean, it, ta- it it tastes like it should be for medicine, but like the best medicine you can have. So I used to love when my mama would crack open that jar, bitch, because I was like, mm, yes, give it to me. Give it to me. But it sounds good. I I understand why, you know, niggas are skeptical about getting a vaccine of any kind uh, from this government specifically. Right. The U.S. government and Black people do not have a good track record. (laughs) Right. Like, not at all. So I do fully get it. (laughs) But I think the more Black celebrities who talk about getting the virus and the science behind it and just the fact that you ingest things all the time (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. that cannot possibly be any good to you at all like you still gonna make your own decision about the vaccine but i'm glad that ply said something yeah i like that <laughs> that angle that he brought to the table because again i can't blame us but like if let's scoop on over to everybody the fuck else literally anyone bitch if you would eat like a hot dog off the street in new york city come on girl because you know that's not hot or buck up. you know it so What's Quit going playing, on? playing, girl. You know that is minced Subway rat. <laughs> Plenty of y'all that are college students now were eating Tide Pods a couple of years ago, <laughs> bitch, and you think that we forgot about it. So I don't want to hear too much of this goddamn catawalling. Me and bitch, my friends like... used to live off the Taco Bell like value menu. So <laughs> mm. <laughs> I mm. am just going to take the vaccine, girl. Let me not start acting like things are picky over here. Some of you niggas For don't me. drink water. <laughs> Don't yeah. take no vitamins. Right. Just just lean and vibes. Um so Wendy Williams had her lifetime movie come out this past weekend. <sighs> yes, she did. Did you watch it? I sh- <laughs> yes, because Shariel turned it into a fucking drinking game. <laughs> she made bingo cards, nigga. <laughs> That is, uh, I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> I'm gonna send you one of the bingo cards. You're gonna scream. I actually can't wait to look at this because I just feel like it's going to be hilarious. Oh, it is not on purpose. No, but I think it's. <laughs> well, some parts are funny, like Chiritos. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, but um, but yeah, yeah it I can't was, wait. It was too much story crammed into like a two hour with commercial period, and I think everybody knew that. So the fact that there was the Wendy Williams documentary right after that really helped. 
because it was just oh. like Wendy on the couch with no makeup on, looking real disheveled, still ranting about this man <laughs> and filling in some of the gaps that the movie kind of glossed right on over or things that the movie. Okay. Yeah. So like we got to hear the wind, the uh, Wendy Whitney interview in the documentary, which they kind of just bitch. They just made a very casual mention of Whitney. Like, Oh, Hey Whitney, thanks for calling the show in the movie. And that was it. <laughs> Same thing with Mariah Carey and most of the rest of them. But they did have total run up on her. <laughs> Wendy getting dragged by Whitney Houston is like a black holiday. Yeah. Like that. Every nigga knows that audio. <laughs> at all of us. Right. So wow. it helped a lot that they had the documentary afterwards. But, you know, for the hardcore Wendy Williams fans, they're still going to feel like it wasn't enough because that lady has lived a lot of life. And now that I'm thinking about the Whitney thing specifically, it would have probably been in poor taste to include Whitney dragging the fuck out of her. <laughs> Not <laughs> to know, mention embarrassing, maybe. because Whitney yeah. cleared that bitch over I mean, <laughs> completely so evicted it's that bitch. So like, anyhow. I had a good time watching it. I did. I really feel like I will definitely pour a, a bottle of wine. And then mm-hmm. <laughs> watch this at some time in the week. But anyway, the movie's not even the point. <coughs> Apparently, she she had she did like an interview with uh, DJ Sus One. These virtual interviews, and they were, I believe, talking about the film. Uh, and there's a portion of it where she's discussing like her drug use and stuff, mm-hmm. and. For whatever reason, in that conversation, she decides to mention the one time way back when that she uh, smoked a blunt with Method Man and took him home, bathed him in her jacuzzi tub, <laughs> and had sex, had one night stand with him. And, and you know how she's just like very matter of fact about like saying anything, right? So, oh yeah, so then you know I lit his house on fire and I punched his mom, and like it was very like casual. Mm-hmm. Um, of course it was, but yeah. She, for whatever reason, because they said in the interview that that part was not in the movie. Um, yeah, I didn't. I do not remember that part. And she didn't impl- implicate him in like anything <laughs> illegal or harmful or anything like that. She said that she had weed on her, but he had better. <laughs> she, oh my god! Yes, she was like, of course, Method Man did. My shit got seeds. Let me go on over here and see what Method Man talking about. <laughs> I understand how that happened. I do. I see it. Logs and twigs and berries. And all that. I don't know what's in there. <laughs> this shit is grass. So, issue is, Method Man's been married for 20 years. I don't know why the fuck. Um, I sincerely don't know. Like, I, I, I have a feeling that she just wanted to irk him. Because I don't know why talking about, like, the drugs you've done and not done had to lead to a conversation of you bathing him in your tub and then sleeping with him or whatever. But the first thing I thought of when I watched this was Wendy knows damn well that Method Man gave her hell. I don't remember how many years ago. Definitely had to be before 2010 because his wife was Mm -hmm. diagnosed with cancer and and Wendy had gone on her show and talked about it before she or her husband had any opportunity to speak to their family and stuff. And even if they did, like, that was just not like, why are you doing that? You know, it's just ugly. So that was the first thing that I thought of actually, when I saw this thing was like, girl, 
you know those people hate you. <laughs> like, so what, why would you bring what, that up? <laughs> right. I don't get it. Anyhow, um, I would like to read the four-page uh, Tamika Smith response. Tamika being Method Man's wife. Oh, Lord. Because I... Four pages? <laughs> mm, yes. Okay. Well, let me buckle down. She says, for years I kept my silence while Wendy Williams launched constant verbal attacks against my husband, myself, and our family. In the past, I ignored her lies, innuendos, and blatant attempts to provoke us, but Wendy has proven again and again that she's incapable of any decency. Her obsession with our lives has reached new low, and I'm tired of taking the high road. Despite my anger, I chose not to respond publicly to her unhealthy fixation with my husband in our marriage. It was clear that she was sick and that she was struggling with a lot of issues, including mm. self-hate and, and low self-esteem. Over the years, those issues have made her increasingly ugly, both inside and out. And no amount of plastic surgery can fix the ugliness inside of Damn. her. Instead of using her platform to uplift women, she has spent her career attacking marriages while her own fell apart. She criticized celebrities battling addictions despite her own struggles oh, with substance oh, abuse. There's no limit to how low she will go in the name of making a headline. We just reached the halfway mark. Here comes... <laughs> what? Here, her... <laughs> No, I'm I'm joking. Oh. <laughs> what else is there? Damn. <laughs> Leave oh, her plenty. alone. Let no, she does no. Let it stop. Let her die. Someone call it. Okay. Her career is on life support. Her husband has abandoned her and the ratings for all of her projects are down. She's desperate for attention and is trying to use my husband's popularity as a way to get her name trending. How sad that a woman who was once revered in the entertainment industry has reduced herself to a tabloid side note and circus freak. For the record, my marriage is solid. My husband continues to enjoy a successful career. And and Wendy will forever be one of the most miserable bitches on the planet. And that's it. Mm. Well, wow. <laughs> um, as much as I appreciate some of the precision here, because <laughs> some of this shit was hurtful to me. Like, damn, bitch, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Some of yeah. that shit is very raw. I just have the first question that's just like glaringly obvious to me is why isn't Method Man doing this? Why are you doing this? Mm. And second, I didn't actually hear her deny that they slept together. There's that as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Those two things are just kind of like dancing out at me like, hey, girl, this was a great read. However, I just feel like <laughs> I just feel like we have some issues here that require attention. I mean, I understand her being aggravated with Wendy because oh, definitely. of the history. And like, again... Bitch, I'm married to this nigga. Like, what the? F- what are you doing? This doesn't have anything to do with anything. This literally could have just been your business or in a group chat or something. So I get why she's annoyed and said, "You know what? Let me just go ahead and uh, and load this firearm <laughs> like on my IG. Let me just go ahead and let it ring." Mm-hmm. However, what you are saying is in the balance of truth and factuality. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it's all I we see this too many times where the women are the ones to defend their men against whatever somebody's accusing them of doing. And it's like, I just don't understand why, if Wendy is saying that she fucked Method Man, why Method Man's wife is the one to issue a statement instead of him. But, you know, 
ultimately that's their business. I just I listened deliberately, pretty carefully, and I did not mm. actually hear her deny that that ever happened. Yeah. So yeah. it's more like, <laughs> why are you bringing up old shit? <laughs> I tried to forgive right. this nigga and move on. And here you go. Yeah, bringing that's up what old it shit. is. I mean, and also yeah. Wendy leaking like her cancer news and all that. I would never forgive that bitch. It right. might just be, bitch, you said something crazy about me. And now I got smoke for you for the rest of eternity. Anytime <laughs> I see your is... name, I'm going to let niggas know it's right. fuck Wendy Williams. So I can right. see that too. I can. Yeah. I mean, if I had to guess, maybe they felt like, like, Maybe it's like if Method Man was to be the one to drag her, then they'd be like, oh, don't speak to a woman that way, and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but like, <laughs> Wendy Williams of all people. I mean, I don't know. Maybe. But at the same time, at the same time, I kind of enjoyed it way more coming from her. I feel like even if he had been the one to do it, it wouldn't have been this like decadent. Oh no, it wouldn't have been this it wouldn't have been this precise of a read. Yeah, this is right. The sister took it, shots. You know. <laughs> she knew what she was saying and she did it very deliberately. And she hit that bitch over and over, like, God damn. And, and she I mean, I mean she didn't lie either. Like Wendy did talk shit about people for having addiction issues while she was snorting coke in the bathroom at work. And Wendy did talk about people's marriages and out niggas and all kinds of shit and ended up dealing with the same thing in her personal life. Like, all of that is true. So. Oh, man. Yeah. I am going to watch that fucking movie, though. You I'm should. Sure I mean, hoops. be warned, because there is some some stuff that is a little disturbing in it. But overall, I was highly entertained. And then I really appreciated the documentary afterwards. I don't even know what to think. They had Kima <laughs> from Total in the documentary. I am so <laughs> excited. You have to go watch it. It's so funny. You have to see that shit. I am so <laughs> excited. Puffy didn't send us. Meaning, yes, Puffy absolutely sent y'all. But you should watch it. You should. Yeah, that's going to be a thrill. Um... Floyd Mayweather's daughter gave birth to a, a baby boy, quite re, uh, quite literally an infant. Um, and she'd been uh, sort of estranged from her dad for a while because she's dating that um, that rapper nigger NBA Jams or whatever. His yeah, name is. yeah, yeah, yeah. NBA two K. I remember that. And um, yeah, so they kind of, I guess, were on the outs with each other. But Yaya Mayweather posted photos. Uh, this weekend with her dad holding his grandbaby, his grandson, which I think is his first grandchild. Yeah. So it looks like they're back on good terms. And she even posted a comment that said, like, we thinking about moving to Papa's house or something. And if ever there were a time to scoop up your child, like, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I feel like somebody got a parent Floyd so he can parent. Yes. But at the same time, <laughs> like, <Correct>. this. <laughs> <laughs> this absolutely warmed my heart because I love, you know, I love grandparents getting to play with their first grandbaby and, and obsess. And yeah, um, they do do that. 
I don't know much about this girl other than the fact that she has consistently been in drama involving that boy who also has another newborn baby by somebody else, mind you, that's like two months old. Yeah. Don't that nigga keep um, having kids? Don't he have like seven kids or something at this point? Something like that. I've heard. I don't Craziness. know how many specifically, but yes, he does have a lot of kids and she literally has like a stabbing on her record for like assaulting that man's other baby oh mama. We had, I, yes, we did talk know. about this. Okay. We did. So it was like, it's like, girl, you do know now that your son's siblings, <laughs> mama, is the lady you stabbed. <laughs> like, like, and that's and never going to go y'all away. Kind of kid. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what now? <laughs> it's like, Father's Day photo young. shoot going to be real awkward. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, but I mean, that's the luck. Your daddy un- undefeated her. Is he? Is Floyd Mayweather? I don't care. I honestly Let's move don't on. know. But, you know, I I don't know. I would say, like, I'm glad she and her dad are back on good terms. And I guess that's true. But, like, also it's Floyd Mayweather. So. Yeah, anything's possible. You know, right. I'm just, <laughs> I'm still like, ooh, I know that person needs a lot of help. But, you know, family support is everything. And at this point, good news is always the time right. for good. No, it's always the time for good news. I knew what you meant. Bitch. <laughs> yeah. It's well, the- I wanted to say it right. <laughs> Shit is really fucking like crazy out here. So yeah, let's take it. Okay. So T.I. and his wife Tiny are being accused of sex trafficking. Um, an ex-friend of Tiny's First, accused Clifford of like holding a gun to her head and in, in front of kids. She says that he did it because she beat up his former assistant that was treating Tiny like a slave, which is so confusing to me. Mm-hmm. Like, because I almost want to know how that happened, yeah. but I don't. <laughs> Literal same. Like, I'm really confused on how that dynamic was formed. Right. Like, how the fuck is your husband's assistant treating you like the fuck anything? Like, that's <laughs> like not your husband. His boss's wife. Right. right. Like, that, I. And why did <laughs> Tiny beat her ass? <laughs> See, some things are not making sense here. Yeah. It, that was weird. But anyway, um, the same woman then, you know, started accusing them of having this weird predatory sexual life together. And posted a bunch of screenshots from other you know social media pages with women who are claiming that they themselves had some sort of uh abuse or mm-hmm. rape being drugged coerced things mm-hmm. like that um even like n- being given STDs from people who knowingly have it um yeah so you know, obviously they both have been denying it. T.I. went outside in his what looked to be a, an Atlanta backyard and was walking around in the sun using big words. And he said, like, we have never done any trafficking. Well, not not sexual. And that, like, I chuckled because... Oh. Like, you know, <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie. I did lie. I'm mad that it took me a second to get it. Like, what other kind of trafficking? But yeah, I really can't wait to see how this whole thing plays out because I know I, I don't expect it to just <laughs> disappear. It was like on one page, one one page I read fifteen women, on another I read nineteen, 
Um, but the stories that I read are all damn near the same thing. Um, and there have been rumors of T.I. and Tiny being like swingers or yeah. whatever for many, many years, there. which is fine. Unless you're like drugging people right. or like and coercing girls, them their will blackmailing and, yeah, them. <laughs> right. Doing all that kinds of stuff. So I would like to think that T.I. and Tiny are simply having a consensual, safe, freaky fun. But this is the thing, you know, it, it's not, I don't even know if niggas know what this is. Like, I don't even know if niggas know that that's sexual. Right. I don't know. <laughs> you know I don't like, know that a lot of people automatically register this as like a crime, but, mm-hmm. you know, definitely is. And we'll see if it ends up in the court system or not. Um, regardless, I just wouldn't be surprised. I just would not be surprised. I hate to say the same. <laughs> I'm sorry. The The way that man talks about women, treats women, his whole general attitude towards women, I would not be shocked at all if that was true. Because people were saying back uh, when he first came out talking about his daughter's hymen, oh, getting her right. check. When he first said that, people at the time were like, the only reason that you're this like overprotective and and insanely invasive and all of that other stuff is because you know there's a possibility she gonna run out in them streets and meet a nigga just like you. Oh, yeah. Well, that is basically, like, this is basically that sentiments like Christmas. Like, that's what is his... (laughs) That was its birthday and this is the Christmas. That's very true. (laughs) Oh, man. I don't know, but I like I said, I'm sure there will be more information on this and whoever. I think that the girl, the ex-friend who has been the one compiling all of these messages was talking about they need to do a surviving T.I. and Tiny because they really have been out here like being sexual deviants and predators for years and years. Mm, well, I mean, I don't know what Tiny was involved with and <clears throat> what she did or whatever else so but i just would i truly not... don't care about <laughs> that either by the way i really don't i just would not i mean it's sad but this story is not terribly uncommon rich people powerful people saying. influential people do shit like this all the time and wives husbands other spouses who you think would never go along with it, go along with it all the time. Yeah. So yeah, it's a sad yep. story. I'm sorry for those girls. Yeah, me too. Anyways, that's it. <laughs> I'm done with our topics I mean, for this week. That is that, child. It's just tragic. Like, uh, can't we just all go on a vacation? Like, in our minds. When can they build, like, some science fiction pod where you lay in it? And then you you just feel yourself by the ocean. Yes. The warmth and everything. Else. Maybe the rainforest or, you know, Beyonce house or something. <laughs> On a lake. Whatever like, you niggas like to do. Did you fucking see Miss Tina post that picture of her makeup saying the blue dude? Yes, nigga. <laughs> I sure did. I said, wait a minute. Because last time she posted Blue doing her makeup, it was like, you know, clearly a child had done it, stickers on her face and all this. Nigga, this like, this was, this here was a little Junior beat. (laughs) Blue Ivy is about to be carving the girls and I cannot wait. 
being someone who knows basically absolutely nothing about <laughs> makeup, I would if I would if she would have just posted that picture no caption. I would have assumed she did her own makeup, right? Or someone, you know, but I but I would have never guessed that her fucking nine year old nope. grandbaby Sh- would beat not her have face like that. <laughs> what can Blue, Blue Ivy not do, playing. nigga? Thank you. Thank you. And I heard someone posted a video of St. West counting to a thousand, or he can count to a thousand in Japanese. I was like, bitch, what the fuck do I do for a living? I can't barely remember long division. I don't know shit about shit. I've never tried to count to a thousand in any language. So in any one of them. Perhaps I'm just failing right there, you know, as it is, but... Blue says she These ain't never deserve. seen a ceiling, nigga, and she meant that shit. Anything she want to learn how to do, she finna master it. These kids deserve a better world than this. Not just the rich ones, they but do. all of them, damn it. They do. <laughs> they deserve a better world than this one. I am so goddamn sorry, babies, that this is the place <laughs> that y'all are. It sucks. Yeah. It just does. And it is none of y'all fault. It's literally all of these grown-ass dummies mm-hmm. that tell you that you can't have a fruit by the foot before dinner. <laughs> the fucking gall and audacity. <laughs> Bitch, you should have a fruit roll of whatever the fuck you want. Especially if your goddamn mama voted for Trump. Because she's weird and that is weird. So, matter of fact, matter of fact, go break something right now. (laughs) Go push a vase over or something right now. Do it. All right, I'm finished. Hey, y'all. These days, most of us are meeting new people online through the apps. Yes, it's me. I'm on the apps. I've been trying out a lot of them lately. And I have to say, There's something about that Hinge. First of all, Hinge is the dating app that is designed to be deleted. The whole point is that the girls want you to find somebody and then get off of it. And they have these great prompts, Hinge prompts, to help you show off your full personality and connect with somebody who appreciates you. Now, we know Liga Bigga Tigga Month is coming up. Kifira and I are both on the Broken Wrist community. And Hinge's LGBTQIA plus prompts are designed to help queer daters specifically better connect based on similarities, interests, and compatibilities. These prompts were created in collaboration with GLAD, so they are by the people for the people, and they have quite a few of them. The first time I knew I was gay, or I feel proudest of who I am, or my chosen family is the best at. For me, um, you know, one of the Liga Bigatiga prompts that I chose to answer was the one about connecting to my community. I connect to my community by, first of all, doing this show. You're welcome. Um, but also through volunteer work, uh, through donations, and by having a good time at Pride and making sure that no matter where I go, I show up as my full authentic self. And if you don't like it, you don't have to have me there. So that's just one of the ways that I like to use these hinge prompts to kind of give people an idea of who I am and what I'm about. So you already know before you message me, like I already see what type of time she on. If you're interested in meeting somebody new and getting rid of dating apps, then download Hinge today and show off your full self using their LGBTQIA plus prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. They right there waiting on you on Hinge. So go download it today. Get started. Sometimes people wait until something bad happens to talk to a therapist, but... Guess what? You really don't have to wait. You can get a therapist right now through Talkspace and start working through some of the things that have been going on maybe in your past or just things that are holding you back now in your present. Therapy can help you shift your perspective, find tools to cope in difficult times and be a guiding light. But getting started is the most important part. 
Talkspace makes it easy and affordable. You can sign up online and get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you, typically within 48 hours. The best part is you can have virtual sessions with your licensed therapist from the comfort of your home. Talkspace can help with any specific challenges you might be facing. It is the number one online therapy platform with licensed therapists in over 40 specialties, including anxiety, depression, substance abuse, relationship issues, and much more. As a listener of The Read, you'll get $80 off your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash read and enter promo code SPACE80. So to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read and enter promo code SPACE80 to get $80 off your first month and show your support for the show. Again, that's Talkspace.com slash read, promo code SPACE80. Go take care of your mental health. Okay, so we have returned. It is now time for your drama, Mama. Yes, it is. Send your letters to asktheread at gmail.com. We may read them aloud on the show. Quite a few people want to know if you have seen WandaVision. Yes. Oh, so what started. is that about? <laughs> um, WandaVision is this new Disney Plus show based in the Marvel Universe. And it uh, is like half sitcom, half Marvel show. I'm behind that an episode. That sounds good. But it's like one character whose name is Wanda, who has been in a relationship with another character whose name is Vision. So they call it WandaVision oh. and they're doing this kooky mystery thriller that is like masked as a sitcom that goes through phases that start like sort of in like a like a, a i love lucy sort of style and it evolves into like the later brady bunch or what was that fucking show with um with alan thick um um growing family pains? yes growing pains not family matters yeah oh my God. yes so, yeah, it's fun. I really can't wait to see how it is going to evolve. And I'm really excited for Tiana Paris to play the character that she's playing. <gasps> Tiana um, Paris is because, in this? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you, you didn't see Captain Marvel, did you? Yes, I did, because they said Marvel. <laughs> oh, you did watch And I exclaimed. Okay. <laughs> and the shit doesn't count. When <laughs> it she, does. Um, they said it multiple times. <laughs> When, um, you remember her best friend, the black girl, the black girl, yeah, like the pilot, yeah, her daughter, um, Tiana Paris is playing her girl. Yes, oh, I have to see yeah. it, I have to watch it now. Thank you so much for that. So, I'm really excited to see her be a badass, and I hope that they include her in like the movies that come up and stuff too. Okay, yeah. I- I'm liking it so far. Huh, okay, yeah. Let me add that to my list. Oh, and I heard that they um I heard that Ryan Coogler is going to be working on a Wakanda show on D- Disney Plus. <gasps> so that's exciting. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. You know what else is on Disney Plus? They just announced Dinosaurs. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that up. Cuz I did just see that as I was watching WandaVision like a day or so ago. And it reminded me that I used to be so creeped out by that show. I don't. Let me see how old I was. What Dinosaurs I loved was like, it. <laughs> it was almost frightening for me. I just remember them always just being so creepy looking to me. <laughs> I think, like, I remember, like, the opening credits made me uncomfortable. Like, the, 
the po- oh, I'm looking at them now. I love that show. Out. Not like, the mama, nigga. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, I may have been like three or four or something when this. Oh, show okay, that's five, why. Maybe. That's why. <laughs> yeah, I was like little, and I just remember like I watched it, but I just remember being very unsettled, <laughs> especially <laughs> by that freak baby <laughs> that was always. <laughs> abusing his dad and screaming <laughs> not the mama. Ooh, that show freaked me out. Not a freak, baby. <laughs> Why were they so hideous? They were uh, dinosaurs, my nigga. Were they supposed to be gorgeous? <laughs> there wasn't a dinosaur that ever looked the fuck like this. Oh, they were like, they looked sir. like people that turned into dinosaurs. <laughs> well, I mean, this was like a family show. <laughs> Like, why is this nigga wearing a Letterman jacket? Did you want them to be like real (laughs) T-Rexes? Probably. (laughs) And the way that their faces moved. Oh, God. What a nightmare. Okay. Well, I'm going to watch it on Disney Plus probably when we hang up. (laughs) I will probably watch it, too. (laughs) I don't remember anything specific about that show at all. Other than so, not the I mama, will... I don't either. But I remember loving it. I remember loving that show. Oh, that ugly ass grandmammy. Ooh. <laughs> uh, ooh. <laughs> this shit was scary. Well, <laughs> there you go. I can't wait for the Generation Z to t- take some clip from that show and turn it into a viral TikTok because that is they what will. they do. That is, exactly that is what, what they, they do mean. with everything yeah. older than like 1998. So 1998, you would be like 2008. God damn, you're right. Because I don't, I generation, I might even be wrong about Generation Z. I don't even, is it some other kids too? Oh, I don't know. Did it start back are, over with Alpha? It's something. I don't know if it started over again. I just know the kids love uh, referencing shit from the 90s and into like 2003. You'll go back and like listen to some songs again or watch a couple of movies that you thought came out in the 90s yeah. or before. And it will be a strong 2002. Because <laughs> that shit happens a lot. But anyway. There, a lot has happened since 2000 came. <laughs> I'm just oh, so be very Too real much. about it. Right. But okay. Um, let's get into the questions. This first one comes from Jansen. Um, uh, Jansen is a white man, if you couldn't tell. And he says, I did. Okay. I'm a white man married to a black woman. My wife and I own a business selling apparel online. Currently, there is no public face to our company, so people are supporting solely based on our products. My wife wants to start marketing our company as a Black woman-owned company. We are 50-50 partners, and technically the company is half-owned by a Black woman, but I am not comfortable with doing this because I am not Black or a woman. I told her that she is a Black woman business owner, but our business is not a Black woman-owned business. In addition, I work in law enforcement. Oh, my God. Why are you listening to this podcast? I cannot understand how a white cop ended up watching, listening to this show. Really can't. But we move. While we I'm are locking not- my door extra tight tonight. Oh, he's not a cop. Sorry. He has his own law enforcement agency. While we are not a large corporation, uh, I feel like it is 
Okay, never mind. The corporation is his and his wife's. Anyway, I feel like it is dishonest to present our company as a black woman owned when several people may seek out black woman businesses in order to avoid supporting white or male dominated companies or companies Mm -hmm. that support the police. (laughs) My wife Mm -hmm. thinks that I'm being dramatic and there's nothing wrong with this approach. And I am not about to tell a black woman how other black people may feel about supporting a company half owned by a white police officer. Girl, she scooped up one that thinks. <laughs> I don't know. She girl. found the one white cop. <laughs> the like, one in this nation. Wow. She suggested changing ownership to 5545 so that she would be the majority owner, but I don't think that makes it any better. I just feel like we should either remain a faceless company or be honest about exactly who we are. I've asked a few of my colleagues, both black and white, but they are all men and they all agree with my wife. <laughs> of course they do of course they do (laughs) am i wrong for feeling guilty about not wanting to present our company this way especially given my profession thanks in advance for your advice i love your show really don't understand how jensen but thanks anyway yeah really don't we drag you and your people every episode But Even when we don't need to, just for fun. Just, just because it brings joy to our day. But it makes me happy. Yeah. What <laughs> what should Jansen do? What a name. All right. So here's the thing, Jan. I feel like um <laughs> I actually agree with you. I agree with him. <sighs> and I agree with him simply because there will be people who are like, oh, this is a Black-owned business. Let me go support. And then later find out that it's half-owned by this white man, which you could be a white man that works at Party Fucking City, yep. and they will have a problem with that. <laughs> but then on top of that, you work on law enforcement. I just feel like he's right in the sense of labeling it as a Black-owned. Even though technically it is, it is also white male-owned. <laughs> and I feel like for some people, many people will not give a fuck. Many black people will not give a fuck and still support this sister. But I feel like it's probably not wise to uh, put themselves out there like like that right now. Mm -hmm. Um, Especially if they want to be faceless. But I feel like if they were the face, if I clicked on the about page on your your website and there was this big old picture of this white man and his black wife and they're the owners of the company i still know that i'm supporting a black woman you know like Mm -hmm. i mean me me personally i wouldn't be like oh well the white man is a part of it too oh no now i can't do it like me as if i if it's a product i genuinely am interested in or would like to use or just want to support if the cards are in the right you know order i'll still support thinking of that same thing you want people to think when you say black owned business. I just feel like placing the name on there is going, I just feel like it could go the wrong way or be taken a a different way. Like, I don't think it's necessary is what I'm saying. Right. It's kind of like how they say a half truth is still a lie. Right. It's just right. It, there's, exactly. You're just not being transparent about it. Like, yeah, it is owned right. by a black woman, and it is also owned by a white cop. Like, two things are true. And so, right. <clears throat> I think if y'all are gonna go that route of like having a face for the company, then you should be honest about who really owns the company. Because when people find out, they will have a fit. There are some people who are not necessarily gonna have a problem with the white thing, but they have a problem with the cop thing. 
or they're not mm-hmm. going to have a problem with the cop thing, but they have a problem with the white thing or both. Exactly. So right. I just think you're better off being honest about it all together. Yeah. And I think your wife <laughs> knows that if it if it's publicly a black woman, white cop owned company, a lot of people may think twice like, whoa, wait, white and a cop. Listen, you're you're doing a lot, sister. So but they said this is an apparel website, right? Right, right. They sell. So don't nobody even need to know what the fuck you do for a living. That's irrelevant. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't got nothing to do with your job unless you, you're uh, selling shirts that say thin blue line or whatever. That's the fuck true. On it. Right. That's So that's true. You don't actually have to say, I don't think you have to disclose your career, even though ooh, cops. But, right. <laughs> right. Yikes. But yeah, I. I kind of agree with you. I just think if y'all want to go the whole black woman thing and y'all want to have a black woman be the face of the brand or whatever, then y'all need to be forthright about everybody who owns it. Exactly. That's it. That's exactly what I think. Because like I said, I feel like people might still fuck with you if what you're selling is, uh, you know, something that they like. Or they'll be like, oh, this is a sister. And again... People will feel whatever the fuck they feel, but like what you just said, I feel like more people would rather kind of walk in and know who they're supporting for real and spend the coin rather than be like, oh, hell yes, black and woman owning this business. Here are my coins, girl. And then you send them their sweatsuit and somehow they find out that half that money went to this white man. They're going to feel bamboozled, even though it shouldn't be that way, you know, but it is, you know, I would want that information as well. Right. And then if they somehow found out your ass was a cop too, they probably come looking for y'all. Maybe if y'all switch the ownership to where she owns slightly more, then y'all can put majority black woman owned or something like that. You can kind of finesse it. But I just I guess. I yeah. mean, yeah, like maybe that's a suggestion, but I think if you don't if you're not honest about who owns the company or if you don't make it clear that it is not solely owned by a black woman. Then it looks like all y'all care about is getting money from people who care about supporting black exactly. businesses. And that is shit. Exactly. That is exactly. really shit. Don't do that to us. And I'm so certain that there are lots of, of partially black owned companies that are doing that right now. Oh, like, yeah. Because everybody, you know, <coughs> when when the protests were in the street every day. A lot of white people decided to shop from black owned businesses for about five or six weeks. And so, <laughs> you know, people probably recognize the the money grab for what it is, especially now it's being, it's Black History Month. Please, white people trying mm. to spend their guilt away again. So I would just Amen. be real cautious about that. I cannot believe I am agreeing with a white man, but <laughs> first time in my life. Feel kind of sick about it. But yeah, I think y'all should be real careful about that. Cause is it worth it? Having everybody trash your business on Facebook and Instagram or whatever else because y'all didn't tell the truth about what was really going on. It's not. (sighs) Okay, let's move on. Our next question comes from Tanisha, who says, my best friend and I live in two different states and we text each other almost every day to check in. I love her dearly and I love that we can talk about our struggles with anxiety and depression as black women. But I am tired of always talking about her struggles. She recently started a new job after being unemployed for months, which she also complained about every day. But of course, that was understandable. 
She hates this new job and rants to me about how stressed and incompetent it makes her feel all week long. Even sometimes while I'm at work, she will call me to complain or ask me for advice on something she is working on. The problem is when it's my turn to rant, she barely listens or completely ignores me and eventually starts talking about her issues. Once I was talking about how my depression makes it hard for me to makes it hard to put my voice in my work anymore. And she ignored the text for two hours just to come back and start complaining about how she got a new assignment. Sometimes after her rants, she'll half ask as she'll half ask ask me, how are you doing? And even when I tell her, she doesn't engage with my issue. Even when we're not talking about work, she finds a way to sneak it into the conversation and start complaining. It's gotten to the point where I don't even tell her deep shit I'm going through because I know it's going to be a waste of energy. She is aware that she is self-absorbed and even told me once that if she doesn't like the way somebody is telling her a story, she struggles to listen. I know that this could be a symptom of her anxiety, so I try not to take it personally, but I'm starting to feel used. How can I get her to stop being so self-absorbed while still being considerate to her mental health? I know if things keep going like this, I'm going to start resenting her and I want to keep my best friend. Thanks. Love the show. Tanisha. I feel like I use this as like a crutch sometimes, <laughs> like when I'm not sure what to say. But I genuinely feel like this this might be solved by an honest, calm, and fair conversation. Um, well, that is true a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah, it is. I, I guess, you know, some people are just, it's harder to do for some people depending on who they're dealing with or who they are, how they were raised, whatever. But it's not fair if your friend is constantly seeking you out to sort of help to calm them or uh, be uh, ears that they can vent to or whatever, but can barely pay attention to anything that you do or anything that you're saying when you're in the same position. And her saying things like, you know, if she said if she doesn't like the way someone is speaking, then she, then she struggles to listen. Out, yeah. <laughs> it's so cartoonish and funny, but I'm not. It's like <laughs> it's just such a fucked up thing to say to somebody. <laughs> but that means that she's aware of the fact that she, you know, doesn't yeah. listen sometimes or isn't really uh, emotionally there. And you need, you need that from your BFF, especially in times like this bullshit. So, yeah. Um, again, you know her better than we do, and what may be triggers and stuff <laughs> like that for her. Um, but yeah, you want to be able to to be heard as well, and like I doubt you're talking about like the struggles of planting poinsettias around Christmas. Like, I'm, not, I'm sure you're not talking about something wild, right, boring. Exactly. You know what I mean? So I would just speak to her like from the heart and be like, I love you, girl. And I'm, you know, always willing to listen to you with whatever we're going through. Sometimes I just feel like when I'm going through something, you're not hearing me. And I really, you know, however it is that you want to word yeah. it. Just try to be soft or whatever, because you damn sure won't be unfair. So yeah, yeah, I mean, and relationships are supposed to work two ways. So exactly, yeah, yeah. It I understand why you are st- starting to feel away because nobody wants to feel like they're you know 
just being used as like a, a junior therapist. Nobody wants to feel like that. So <laughs> Right. You ain't even getting paid. <laughs> right. But I think it's interesting, Tanisha, that you asked how you can get her to stop being so self-absorbed because you cannot do that. Like one of the things any therapist will tell you is that the only person you can control is yourself. Yep. Um, and so if other people's actions are annoying you, it is true that the simplest solution quite often is that bitch needs to stop annoying me. That is true. But you have no control over whether that actually happens. You can't dictate what that lady says or does. You can only control you. And so what I would say is instead of how can I get her to stop being so self-absorbed, what can I say to make sure that she understands that I'm fed up with the dynamic that our relationship has? Because I feel like you're right. something like you're you're irritated by it and maybe y'all have kind of had surface level conversations, but you're really not being real with her, probably out of um concern for her mental health but and that's understandable but you have to take care of your own <laughs> and right. if this lady is stressing you out this way then i just yeah i feel like your focus here should be talking to her about how like tell her that it's not just like some cutesy little thing that doesn't bother you you're like really irked by the way y'all's relationship is going and that if it's not something that both of you can focus on changing then you might just have to fall back for your own good because this is stressing you out and you don't want to like you said you definitely don't want to get to the point where you start resenting her for something that she doesn't even know is a problem she may right. not know it's a problem so you've definitely got to be real with her and you've got to be completely honest about how much this is getting on your nerves this is your best yeah. friend if you can't talk to your best friend about something like that then who can you talk to right so, I mean, I get it, but you have to I get it. You have to take care of yourself at the same time. Yeah. So, I think nail on the head, it's definitely less about helping her not be self-absorbed cuz like you said, that's not you're not in control of that. Right. That's something she got to decide to do. So, you got to take care care of you. And if she's not hearing you, you know. And if y'all are that close, then I I would assume that once she hears how this is distressing, you'll should be like, damn, my bad. I was like really caught she up in my own shit. And, you know, not thinking about it. Because at the bare minimum, if y'all are having a conversation, yeah, you know, let her talk and get her stuff out. But if you say something that shouldn't just be ignored, like you wasn't a part of the conversation. So, <laughs> right. like, that's mm, like, this is a conversation. Conversations happen between two or more people and it's give and take. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And all you're doing is taking. I'm going to need you to start giving something back. And yeah. Exactly. Hopefully, y'all are able to work this out. Um, let us know how it goes. Our last letter comes from Jade, who says, I am a 31-year-old Black woman in a relationship with a 28-year-old Black man. We lived together and we have since Christmas of 2019. This was fine with me because I didn't like living alone. But now that the pandemic has started, I definitely feel differently. I love my boyfriend, but I hate being in the house every damn day with the same person. We both work from home now due to COVID-19. And other than quick trips to the store, we are always around each other. 
By last December, we managed to make adjustments so that we weren't driving each other crazy in the house by giving each other space during work hours, taking times to our taking time to ourselves for hobbies and planning to do things on certain days as a couple. We were getting into a good balance until tragedy hit. My boyfriend's grandmother passed away suddenly just a few days before Christmas. She was in her 80s, but rather vibrant and active until she fell ill with cancer. My boyfriend was very close with his grandmother. She was more like a second mother to him, so he has been having a hard time processing such a great loss. I understand what he's going through because my grandmother passed in 2015 and I was very close to her. I know how difficult it is to grieve the loss of a grandparent, so I'm being very patient with my boyfriend as he goes through the stages of grief. I also know that he was already dealing with some symptoms of depression due to the pandemic and all of these terrible times. So I completely understand that there are days when he doesn't feel like getting out of bed. He just wants to play video games or watch TV or doesn't want to do chores or run any errands. So I've been picking up the slack and trying to be the support he needs right now. I'm very sensitive to his emotional needs since I deal with my own depression and anxiety on a daily basis. What I'm wondering is, should I continue to just let him cope through avoidance or should I be pushing him to start returning to his normal routines? I want him to feel supported and cared for, but I don't want to be an enabler. Thanks. Love, Jade. Oh, man. Yeah. I don't know about this one. I feel like. For me, it's just like, it depends on what the person needs. Because a lot of people's process is different. Mm -hmm. The way that they, like, go through those motions, it can't really be told how long it will last, how intense it can get. Um, Mm -hmm. I say maybe you can start by just sort of either giving him the space or being in his space to sort of comfort him and like allow him to feel his feels for the sec while also encouraging him on figuring out how to get them out. You know, like whether it's speaking to someone Mm -hmm. or journaling or like making voice notes about how he feels like something to just sort of make not tangible, but like make his feelings like, I don't know how to say, like, just, just, just to get them out, you know what I mean? And something that he can go back and reference to. Stuff to just sort of, like, physically do something in the moment that is keeping you busy mm. while also minding how you feel. <laughs> um, and hopefully that can help. Um, if not, I think that I would just, you know, uh, be empathetic, be sympathetic, Um and just try your best to encourage him to get up and be more active in light ways. Like, go for a romantic walk. <clears throat> or, oh, that's you know, nice. You know, go to a park together. Or, I don't know, like something that isn't like so blatantly, get your ass up! But more, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. But more just like something that is fun and calming and not too much to do or whatever but also requires y'all to like move around a bit and get some of that energy out and and shit but um again it's hard nothing none of this is promised you know it may be much rougher uh for him to get up and try to cope in whatever kinds of ways but yeah i definitely say give him his time let him throw his pity party and um not overstay his welcome as is said 
Yeah, I think you bring up a really good point when you talk about just bringing the feelings out. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where it's the last thing people want to do. And exactly. yet it's the best thing for you. <clears throat> like talking about the traumatic shit you're going through helps, but nobody, mm-hmm. people rarely feel like doing that when, especially when they're in the middle mm-hmm. of it. This is his grandmother. She died a little over a month ago. So yeah, I'm expecting him to not fully be on top of, you know, regular chores or whatever else he has going on. So mm-hmm. I definitely agree with Kifuri that, um, like, gentle supportive ways of like doing things that are good for him are probably your best bet here without pushing him into doing something he's not ready for um and just like avoiding things that are gonna be a temporary release but will make him feel worse in the long run so like don't go pick up a a giant bottle of his favorite liquor and be like let's take shots all night (laughs) right (laughs) like that that is kind of supportive in a way and you're coming from a good place right everybody's we're gonna have a good time for a couple hours but then you're gonna wake up with a hangover in the middle of the night and have to throw up and feel worse and all the bad feelings are gonna come back and it's just not worth it it. Coming back times to right, like because now you feel yeah. bad because you're grieving, and because you're hungover, and <laughs> right. and you're sick from what you did with this alcohol. Trust me. So, right. yeah, I think um, encouraging him and doing stuff like the romantic walk. If y'all live a place that doesn't have two fucking feet of snow on the ground, then yeah, I forgot would... what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> that would be nice right now. Bitch, <laughs> it is so deep out there. Oh, my my God. God. It don't make no sense. But, yeah, walks and and journaling and meditation and 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 also giving him space when he asks for it. You don't have to be up his Mm -hmm. ass. Just let him know I'm here for you whenever you feel like talking and. And and then also, you know, like encourage him, but also just let him have some time because that's a giant loss. And if they were that close where she was like a second mother, then. He may be grieving for the rest of the year mm-hmm. or longer. Maybe longer. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, other than the obvious advice of um, finding a therapist to help work through the grief, I think the best thing you can do is just be supportive. Never to the point where you're not um, giving a damn about your own health or your own self-care. Right. You definitely should not be neglecting that. But, you know, just... When when we are going through it, all most of us really need is somebody who loves us to sit and listen. Right. It means everything. So And don't be too pushy, like yeah. you said about like um like finding things to take his mind off of it that won't be destructive or harmful or whatever. Like I was sitting here thinking I'd probably go to Target and get like a big ass puzzle. And come back and be like, oh, yes. Come help me put this puzzle together. Like something that is like light and will just sort of put his mind at ease, maybe even laugh. You know what I'm saying? You could try playing Crystal at Mario Kart. You're probably going (laughs) to lose. (laughs) You're going to lose. She's basically a black belt. It's all I do. I was playing Mario Kart when you called me. So like, there's that. But yeah, I agree. Yeah, do something, do something fun, and best of luck to you. Just be patient. This is, I mean, and you know what it feels like. So right, the same right, patience exactly. and grace you would have wanted, try to show that to him. And um, 
God bless. A lot of people are dealing with grief. Uh, we are yeah. the pandemic is still super real. So yeah. yeah, Lord help us. But on that cheerful note, that wraps up the letters. Again, if you have a question for us, send it to asktheread at gmail.com. We're going to take a quick break and be right back. Treat dad to the good stuff at Nordstrom Rack and save big. Father's Day is Sunday, June 16th, and Nordstrom Rack's got gifts dad will love up to 60% off. Shirts, activewear, watches, cologne, denim, and more. Find amazing deals on Tommy Bahama. Cole Hahn, Original Penguin, and Vince. Great brands, great prices. So get to your Nordstrom Rack store now and make Dad's Day with gifts up to 60% off. Okay, folks, we're back. It is now the time to do some reading. Uh, Why don't you start us off? Okay, well, I actually don't have much to say this week. I'm just going to talk about you bored, miserable hoes and the way y'all did (laughs) Chloe Bailey. Oh, (laughs) bitch. Chloe Bailey, if you don't know, I truly don't know where the fuck you've been. She's half of R&B duo Chloe and Hallie, Simply Incredible, actress Mm. on uh, Grown-ish, 22 years old. And if you listen to Chloe and Hallie like I have since they first came out, Right. Um, these are not children anymore. Chloe, like I said, is 22 years old um, and she is starting to come into her own as a young woman. This means that she has been um, singing things that are more adult than what they sang before. Certainly has been performing in certain ways, dressing in certain ways. Really, to me, it looked like she was embracing her sexuality and her body as a young woman. And I want that. For everybody her age, especially right. the girls her age. So I've loved it. <laughs> Seriously, every time Chloe gets on stage, I am just it she is an incredible performer. You can you can tell she's a vibe. Yes. You can tell that uh Chloe has the talent on every front to back up what she's doing here. But mm. over the past few days, like I said, these miserable, raggedy hoes on the internet have been dragging Chloe for doing things that everybody else her age does, like the fucking busted challenge. Right. Right. Baby. <laughs> Y'all wore the busted challenge the fuck out. And still when Chloe did it, I was like, who is touching her? Like she's just, so she did that. She, um, she had a short little video on Instagram where she like walked into a room in a t-shirt and panties, lit, lighting some incense and sage and, you know, being one of those people who does that sort of thing, just being cute, smiling and laughing into the camera, being a young girl, a 22, a young woman, I'm sorry, having a mm. good time. Right. You bitches have been talking about how Chloe is. Everything but a child of God. Immoral, won't no man want her. You out here only giving a fuck, trying to get a man's attention and doing Have you met a man, sir? (laughs) First of all, it doesn't take anything to get a man's attention, but... The I think a lot of this is coming from the fact that Chloe is quite shapely. Chloe has, frankly, the body that a lot of these white girls are paying for. She's got the lips... Mm. She's got the hair. She's got the ass. She's got the thighs to match. Like, 
she is an incredibly beautiful girl. And yet y'all have I, I really don't understand why y'all have such a problem with the Chloe Bailey's and the um, what's Michael B. Jordan girlfriend name? Uh, Lori Harvey. Lori Harvey. Y'all have such problems with these young women just being out here, being gorgeous, loving themselves, having a good time, documenting it on the Internet like every fucking body else does. I really don't see how right. y'all have an issue with that unless maybe you worry that women who don't follow the rules will end up getting the things that you want and you feel like you <laughs> deserve them because you are chaste or modest in some way. And so... Therefore, you deserve what? Likes? What does Chloe even have that you are so pressed about? <laughs> I don't even get it. But she got on Instagram talking about how she doesn't even really think of herself as sexual or attractive, which blew my mind because this girl is gorgeous. So I but it just goes to show that no matter what people look like, you don't really know how they feel about themselves on the inside. And she kind of broke down and got teary eyed and you know, mention that she takes all these compliments, you know, as a compliment and, you know, doesn't post to get attention or whatever else. And I just feel like, I, first of all, most of this is probably coming from grown ass women around my age, within my age by about five or 10 years in either one, in, in either direction. I and hope not. I mean, but I really think so. Honestly, I really think it's grown women between like, 28 and 40 who are i would not be shocked i'll say that if it was mostly yeah. them because what i noticed and what i remember from my own youth is that older women can sometimes look at younger generations and be mad that those girls are freer than we ever were well oh wow you just <laughs> that was lightning right there. and they <laughs> <laughs> and they hate on you in the most ridiculous way. Sometimes you're not hurting nobody. You just out here living your life, trying to be yourself, you know, follow your bliss or what the fuck ever. You're just out here being a black girl, living your fucking days. And here right. comes some older black woman mad at you because how dare you not feel bad for having your ass out on Instagram. And you could have never done that. Okay, sister, that's your problem, though. <laughs> right. So the two things about and little that. scrappy mama still does it to this day. So right. I don't understand what's up. So first of all, you can do it at your big age as well. Now yes. you might be mad because you don't have your twenty-two year old body any, body anymore, but you can do that regardless of what your body looks like. You don't have to look like Chloe Bailey to wear the things she wears and to document yourself on social media like that. You just don't. So you can do it right now at your age or size or whatever else is going on with you. But also. Do you not want things to get better for the new generation of young women? Do you not want that? Right. It's kind of like the arguments that you see about canceling student loan debt and then people being like, but what about the people who already paid for it? <laughs> Do you want everybody else to fucking suffer? Do you understand student loan debt is like <laughs> the greatest debt most people in this country have? <laughs> You know what, Tad? You're right. You're right. Now that we think about it, you're correct. Why should we help any of these goddamn students pay for their fucking education for whatever foolish ass reason and have to ha live on a diet of ramen and Snickers? I should not do that. We should, no one should help them at all because you paid for school. 
What the fuck? It just don't make sense. You over here, 25 years post-graduation, still paying $142.76 a month and mad because somebody is talking about maybe doing something so that the next generation don't have all this debt hanging over them. Do you not want them to be happy? Do you not want them (laughs) to be free? Do you really want everybody to suffer the same way you suffered? There there are lots of times that I'm like, on the one hand, I praise God. I didn't grow up in the social media era. I praise God. Amen. I praise God. Oh, <laughs> and at the same time, young people are just <laughs> so fun and so funny and using all these social media sites to do different shit, ruining Donald Trump's life and teaching each other. <laughs> like I was on TikTok the other day. Just watch it. There's all kinds of TikToks. These people are... I mean, they are really doing incredible things. A lot of it is garbage and a lot of it is golden. So true. Yes. So I so there's part of me sometimes it's like, damn, I wish I was 24. I would probably be, you know, making (laughs) TikToks and I I haven't even tried to figure out how to make a TikTok. Like, I'm not doing that. I gave up. I'm not doing doing all that fucking editing for a 10 second long video. But I love that the kids love it. And I just Mm. can't imagine being so unhappy with my own life that I take it out on a young black woman who just living, who is just living and who I should be proud of by any other account. Right. <laughs> like I love like, her music. <laughs> I, I love everything that she has going on. I just, she's funny as fuck on Grumish too. I just don't understand how y'all, find it to be mad at a black girl for living her fucking life i don't can i also say like to an adjacent point i feel like this is a part of why a lot of former child stars have moments like this it's almost like they have to to say without directly saying all the time i am grown but now that i think about it Chloe and Hallie have a whole ass song that is a theme song of their fucking show where they say, yeah. I'm grown now. Like, so when I saw this like video of her dancing to that, I want to fuck you all the time song or whatever, I was like, one, work. Get Two, it. go the fuck off. And three, <laughs> no, the fuck you aren't a baby anymore. God damn it. You grown. Like, have you even seen some of the outfits they've been wearing in their, their performances yeah. and stuff? Is like, they're young women. They're young adult women. Like, get out your bag and, and like, like I said, bitch, I feel like you absolutely hit the nail on the head, struck the lightning, girl, <laughs> about that shit. Yeah, I feel like a lot of of older people, like even our generation, like you said, like just mad. They feel like mad because a lot of these kids are having more freer experiences. They're thinking and learning. And there are little breadcrumbs that generations like ours and the ones before us have sort of left, you know, along the path, mostly unknowingly, probably, Mm -hmm. where a lot of these young people are also like, oh, yeah, you know what? The adults fucked all of this up. So why do we do it different? They get it. Yeah. Don't talk to me. We can't breathe this fucking air. (laughs) Right. Like, why the fuck should I give a fuck about anything you saying, bitch? Right. (laughs) I'm supposed to give a shit about you, girl? Is that what you think? Because I don't. And I'm not. I just, yeah, I can't blame them for that attitude. And I just don't. Y'all have got to learn to to take that bitterness that you feel and turn it into making your own damn self happier. Because being mad at this girl and criticizing her for loving her body and being comfortable in it and being comfortable showing it accomplishes 
literally nothing. You just look old and mad. She's not your baby. She isn't. And odds are the people who she does belong to are quite fine because those right. these things exist. <laughs> so of her own motherfucking blood, people who, who, who created and birthed her <laughs> are like, live your life, sis. Then let sis live her goddamn life. Right. Hallie is about to turn 21. Chloe is 22. Y'all are going to have to let them be 21 and 22. They're adults. I get that we've been watching them since they were kids. I get that right. we watched them go through puberty, basically. But mm-hmm. <laughs> they get to be grown. Yes. So just let it go. <laughs> they grow let up like every go. fucking body else. Let it Everyone. go. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm done. Well, I have a read to pass to you this week. Pass the read like we used to. Uh, I want to, before I read, say that I thoroughly enjoyed this. I really did. Oh, Lord. Okay, so it starts with, Dear Saverna Park White Lady, I understand that the most recent census data shows that Saverna Park is about 87% white. I get that with a median household income of (laughs) $139,754, the poverty rate of 2.97% and median property value of $533,500, no, $533,500, sorry. I get you felt that you were living damn near Stepford and that you certainly didn't expect my black ass to possibly be your neighbor. But here we are. Uh Uh-oh. I was still basking in the dawn of a new presidential administration. I had barely readjusted my hairline after being dragged by my forever floatus Michelle and them. Which, pause. Nigga. Michelle. Nigga. Cleared it. (laughs) Cleared it. Like, punched in and out. Michelle cleared it. Every single part of it. The outfit was crazy. The hair was wavy. All of it. I had to give it to her. I live. Okay. I had just been refreshed with renewed hope by Amanda Gorman, another live. So imagine my surprise in the middle of my two-step shuffle ball change to pick up my parents' mail <laughs> at my childhood home when you started erratically waving to get my attention. I saw you, Severna Park White Lady, with your equally Anglo-Saxon dog rushing toward me and I just waited for you to state your purpose. Severna Park White Lady... You stopped at a respectable COVID distance, which gave me a false sense of hope that this interaction would not be the bullshit that it eventually was. You turned on your friendly halfway, you turned on your friendly halfway apologetic voice and said, I don't want to interrupt you. Um, Do you work for the people that live here? I stared at you blankly for a second. Bitch. (laughs) But because I did grow up here after all, autopilot offered me the following. My parents live here. Saverna Park White Lady, baby, what is you doing? That was in all caps in case you <laughs> You gave me the standard look of surprise and relief, feeling free to continue an inquiry about my parents. Oh, no. Or if my parents would be willing to sell their Range Rover. What? Go home! <laughs> you know that lady did not give a fuck about that Range Rover. She was gooped. Oh, okay. She, didn't she could not believe this. it. She thought you cleaned houses and she was about to ask your rate. <laughs> I took your name and number down, and you were none the wiser of the toxicity you perpetuated in your initial in your initial inquiry that painted me as the help in front of the only home I ever knew while growing up. Woo. How have you managed to botch the simplest of interactions, 
even if sincere, even if insincere, a simple, do you live here? Would do. In that moment. Thank you. (laughs) In that moment is if I didn't know before, you took my black skin as a dead giveaway that I did not belong there. I had just left a funeral and had on my best BCBG coat and pearls with my Uggs because a bitch was cold and trying to be comfy. (laughs) But it doesn't matter. No matter what I was wearing, my black skin may just as well have been a vacuum strapped Mm -hmm. to my back. Facts. Meanwhile, Sarah Beth and M could have on sweatpants, Cookie Monster pajama pants, a beekeeping suit, a space suit, a three-piece suit, a a sundress, a moon dress, or anything else in between. And you would not assume that they were there to work rather than minding their own business at home. So with that, Severna Park white lady, I'm not even mad. I'm just disappointed. Strive to do better, be better, and improve the scent of your upper lip in 2021. <laughs> and then she says, cue the let's get loud. This is your this is your land remix. <laughs> Respect- <laughs> Respectfully, MCT Esquire. Oh, when man. I tell you, that email blessed me. It was like such a beautiful journey. It really was. The wording was on point. The the description of the fucking expensive ass outfit you have on, all of the shit that you said a white person could have uh, worn, who wouldn't have been interrogated about if they worked on the cul-de-sac or whatever, because you know damn well Molly would have came out to get that shit in her fucking SpongeBob pajama pants, and nobody would have thought anything, anything. (sighs) I really enjoyed that. It's so true. Like if you are black. You could have on rainbow and Chinese slippers out of the hair supply, beauty supply store. Or you could have on Gucci. White people still going to disrespect the fuck out of you when they see you in a place where they don't think your black ass belongs. Right. I'm not surprised. I just. How is it that all of this shit is in the news like nonstop for the past like six years? And y'all still just (laughs) do you have you learned? Have you learned nothing? Do you hear black and like like in terms of race and then just change the channel or or like throw the newspaper away from your heart? Probably because like, I've said a bunch of times it's clear that y'all don't listen to anything that we say, even when we're in groups of like literal thousands shouting it and wearing shirts that say it. Y'all still be like, "What's up?" I don't understand. It sounds like a terrorist group. The fucking audacity of this woman to run up on somebody talking about, do you work here? No, girl, I just robbed the place. <laughs> what the fuck are you? And took their mail on the way out. <laughs> like, are you a moron? And now you have to see me. Just like I told that white boy the other day, you're going to see me again. Why? Why? Why even go there? Right. Ugh. Because they... That disgusts me. They don't know any better and they don't, and that is deliberate. They don't know any better because they don't want to and they don't want have to. to. So they don't care. They at do all. not. But- and so that's why we can continue to drag y'all whenever we see fit. And that is why I do not live in Severna Park. Because <laughs> <I would> not- <laughs> or anywhere similar, bitch, because I would have not been that patient, kind, oh, no. or whatever. Like Mm-hmm. At all. I would have like I would have terrorized that woman with simple words. <laughs> like, right. And I feel like I would have I definitely would have been like, no, just going to rob it. Why you want something? <laughs> exactly. But you know, she probably would have called the police. <laughs> right. So there is that. 
just damn niggas really can't even be at peace at home you can't even go by your mama's house thank you Thank you. You can't God even be damn. at your fucking mama house. You can't even be at the crib, bitch. Mama was trying to go and get the mail that they sent to her family that has clearly been there longer than you, bitch. Longer than you, bitch. <laughs> and like, and then she still has to be berated and questioned and have all these goddamn inquiries like she the FBI. Get the fuck out of my face. You ain't that damn dog. Why do they always have a dog? <laughs> Oh, are they selling their car? Is that what you came up with? Right. You mean to tell me you just want to buy their car right out their driveway? Really? Mm-hmm. That's what she thought. I really you thought think that you would that you thought you would run up on the first person you saw come out this house and ask them about <laughs> buying the the car on the driveway. Yeah, that's what you were going to do. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, we, we're supposed to believe that. That's really mm-hmm. what you think. Okay. Hmm. That's very interesting. I do fully believe that she thought you were. A maid or a nanny. Mm-hmm. And she was about to ask for that hourly rate. I do too. I, I think so. I think if you had pulled a vacuum cleaner or something out that out the trunk of your car, that conversation would have went very differently. I absolutely thought the same shit. I was like, she saw this black woman in this yep. white ass neighborhood that's too good and too white for blacks. And she was like, oh. God, I needed someone to clean the gutters. Let me go and run down. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> like, my God. <laughs> I thought I was gonna have to go to Compton. <laughs> she couldn't believe that a pickaninny just dropped on her street. How? Oh, Lord, the fortune. A negress. I had these crying babies, but I didn't want to raise them. <laughs> Madam, how much did you talk? Do you happen to be like, breastfeeding right now? Just curious. She really was gonna ask you to be her ma- her child's mammy. <laughs> like her she wet really nurse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the nerve you were way too patient for my life no I, I appreciate the way that you handled it yeah, you and know I think how that's to handle it people yeah you yeah, do I don't you have experience <laughs> cause I would've been very ignorant about that wow probably would've my people poorly. what are y'all doing <laughs> what are y'all doing Not that's another me. thing about I don't know how much of this shit is real or performative or whatever, but a lot of the TikTok kids also be getting their parents together live. On TikTok. Oh, they do. Like they be dragging their like they tell her like Melissa go to your room or whatever. <laughs> Melissa goes to her room and cleans their parents <laughs> on TikTok and be right, and then it goes viral. Did you hear about that white woman who got clocked by that black girl? Uh, we talked about that on the show. That like black, I don't know if she was a security guard or what, but this white woman like smacked her in the face, whether by accident or whatever. And that book, that woman turned around and clocked and her. Yes, ass. yes, yes. We did talk about it. Okay, yeah. Her daughter turned her ass in. <laughs> she did. She was like, oh, yeah, mom. Remember when you told me not to go to Black Lives Matter protests because they were violent? Who's violent now? <laughs> Yo, and she was probably like two fuck. rooms over from her mama at the time. <laughs> like, <laughs> they really I know a care. lot of these babies, I know a lot of these kids have uh, simply absorbed the racism that has come from their parents as well. So it's not all sweet out here. Right. But every now and then I see a clip or something that's like, I know these kids ain't gonna stop fighting at least. Whenever the fuck I'm out of here, it's gonna be some people with some goddamn sense. Hopefully they can do something with it. Right. A lot of them dumbass white people who stormed the Capitol have been getting turned in 
I mean, the FBI was going to find you anyway, but... Duh, girl. <laughs> a lot of it is their children being like, whoo, she's raggedy. <laughs> Did you hear about that man who took videos of himself inside the Capitol and then texted them to his kids and then told the kids to delete them? Guess what they did not do? <laughs> like, how fucking dumb can you be? <laughs> hey, mom. Dad. <laughs> you want to be on the news? Remember when you told me that I couldn't go to the Harry Styles concert? Because I do. Now, let me tell you where you can go. <laughs> The authorities are outside on the lawn. You're going to They'd prison. like to speak to you. <laughs> Mom, FBI's at the door. <laughs> You've got to answer some questions now. Right. <laughs> Delete what? I told you that I eat nothing but Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And you had the nerve to bring us kicks. Get out of my house. <laughs> like, I'm like, these children are dragging him. What the fuck? They thought, ho, you was in there putting your feet up on furniture and stealing mail with your whole white face out. This is how horrible whiteness is. That is how dumb and horrible whiteness is. Y'all bitches literally stormed the Capitol, not at all hiding your fucking identity nope. with all kinds of dumb shit because you knew the ease in just getting your ass back home. And then you pulled back up to the airport and Delta told you to turn your back. Your back. <laughs> Turn your ass back around. <laughs> and you in there hollering and crying and acting a damn fool. What do y'all be on? No, like, where do you think you are? <laughs> right. Fucking no thank you, girl. I don't even know how we got on the subject of white people have... Oh, because white Just people always have audacity. Right. Yeah. Of course. They have it in, in all kinds of ways. So, yeah. Shout out to that... What was her name who wrote the letter? She said... She ended it in MCT Esquire. Oh, Right. It's probably smart not to put your name in it, but yeah. Mm. Clearly, you know how to deal with these racist-ass mother- motherfuckers. It is not your first time. Yes. And Better you than me. God bless all the black people who have to make <laughs> decisions every day <laughs> to, <laughs> to not go to jail behind crazy-ass white people. Or die behind yes, crazy-ass white people. because it's more of us than you think. Because <laughs> you don't even be over over in their space. Mama was on Never. the property that was hers. Simply Never. going to get her mail. That is it. <laughs> like, and here you come. Why? And here you come. And I like to assume that the dog, like, in its mind, is just saying, I'm so sorry, girl. Like, she's been this stupid <laughs> as long as I've been here. I'm <laughs> if you had heard the shit she was saying in the house, you would be disgusted. Right. <laughs> Whites, do better. I would definitely give that shit to my parents, the the girl's name or whatever, and be like, "So, um, Helen had the nerve to run up on to run down Helen. on me and ask if I worked here." Because let me tell you what my mama would do when I tell you, Child. my mama will stomp right over to that motherfucker house and drag. And the that reason I love my mom's draggings is because she's completely unmovingly saved. Like, my mama loves Christ. (laughs) So, she's not even gonna go over there and use expletives like I would. But she can read someone without raising her voice, without, like, anything. And it almost comes off as kind. She will drag you so hard and then leave and make you feel bad, not just for whatever you did to get read, but for just being a horrible person in general. (laughs) Like, I... Love that shit when it's not directed at me. So, (laughs) (laughs) 
my mama would yeah. absolutely go over there and clear that shit. Who the fuck you think you are? <sighs> I mean, and it would be exactly what she deserved. Right. Just leave us alone. You see a black person, just keep going. Just keep doing just... whatever you were doing and don't talk to us. Right. Literally don't. <laughs> I don't even care. <laughs> I don't care if Freddie or Jason is is chasing you, bitch. Don't just come and say leave nothing. Us out to, of it. Especially then, hell, don't come nowhere. <laughs> right. Just especially don't bring that danger over here, bitch. <laughs> Mind <laughs> right. your white ass business like you would any other time. <laughs> right. Ugh. Well, that's it. Oh, okay. Well, that wraps up this week's episode of the Read. Don't forget to check us out at thisistheread.com. We are on. Wait at thisistheread.com. We are on social media across all social platforms. Find us at This Is The Read. And don't forget to check out the People's Lawsuit. People's Lawsuit is a coalition of abortion funds and providers in Texas who have come together with a groundbreaking legal challenge against a web of burdensome abortion restrictions. They are fighting so all people, specifically Black, Indigenous, other people of color, queer and trans, low income, teens, and people living in rural communities in Texas can access quality health care without any barriers or stigma. So join them in their fight at peopleslawsuit.org forward slash TX values. That's T-X-V-A-L-U-E-S. Check them out. Um, And I'm trying to think if I have any announcements this week, but I don't think so. You have any news? Well, I'm just sitting here thinking about when I'm going to cancel this appointment for Link to get groomed tomorrow <laughs> because I... <laughs> Are you not going to make I it? I do not plan to go outside in that bullshit. Oh, I'm no, no, so no. sorry. I almost forgot. Like, because, nigga, like, <laughs> not only did it snow all last night, it snowed all fucking day today. Right, right. And it's like, going to I, snow all night and all day tomorrow. I looked at the thing or whatever yesterday, not even knowing there was a storm. Like, I was about to go outside. And I looked at my phone like, let me see how many layers I need to, to put on. And that bitch said, winter storm <laughs> incoming. <laughs> I said, excuse me. But it was marked at like, oh, it started 7 p.m. to go to possibly 6 a.m. I got up at a disrespectful 2 p.m. today, bitch, <laughs> and looked outside and it was still wrecked. Yeah. It's still going right now. It like, is. <laughs> I went out there and literally snow up to my knees. I said, well, listen. Y'all can just suck I my don't. dick. I'm going right back in the house. I'm not doing mm-hmm. nothing with that. I'm not ordering delivery because I there ain't no tip big enough to to put somebody on the street in that mess. I'm so glad I have food for the week. <laughs> for Look that at God. Reason. Look at God. <laughs> because I would have, it's COVID and I would want to give the delivery person a hug. I would want <laughs> to be like, are you okay? You don't have to do this. Oh, you do have to do this. Oh, God. Like, right. I, listen, because I always tip stupid <laughs> on them apps anyway, just because, like, not even just the pandemic, but, like, the fact that you were going around dealing with a bunch of people that are probably incredibly entitled. Mm-hmm. But, you know, niggas are still going to be out there making a way tomorrow or, or have been today. Oh, yeah. Fran mm-hmm. sent me a picture of some nigga um, on her block driving some. <laughs> some truck that said like Mr. Snowplow it all or something like that and he had just shovels and shit on the back of his truck I'm like you doing what you have to do niggas is entrepreneur niggas and I'm not mad at that at all absolutely but as for me myself I don't Mm. see coming outside of the house before Wednesday it is ridiculous in New York City right now I'll simply not do it and Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm going to call that groomer the first opportunity I get. <laughs> be like, I am so sorry. Like, hey girl, not only am I not coming to y'all, 
I don't know why you're there at all. It's <laughs> like in the first place, like that was your decision. Right. Um, <laughs> Y'all should have emailed will... me talking about we not open. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> I'll cut links here in my damn self before I go on that <laughs> bullshit, bitch. So, no. Oh, okay. It. Well, we will see y'all next week. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye. Treat dad to the good stuff at Nordstrom Rack and save big. Father's Day is Sunday, June 16th, and Nordstrom Rack's got gifts dad will love up to 60% off. Shirts, activewear, watches, cologne, denim, and more. Find amazing deals on Tommy Bahama. Cole Hahn, Original Penguin, and Vince. Great brands, great prices. So get to your Nordstrom Rack store now and make Dad's Day with gifts up to 60% off. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.